0: Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, sweet friend. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Ops Authority Podcast. I am thrilled to have you. My listeners mean so, so much to me. Every single time you guys come in here, you listen to a podcast, you join us in the Ops Insiders group, it thoroughly delights me. I enjoy coming here every single week I feel like you guys are my people, you understand, you get the things I talk about, and let's face it, some of these operational things that are really cool and fun to me and you are not exactly fun to everybody. So thank you for hanging out with me and spending some time. I just wanted to welcome you guys and thank you as we dive into episode number 111. Before we get there, I wanted to introduce myself. I am Natalie Gingrich. I am the founder here at The Ops Authority. And here at the Ops Authority, we are service providers with the ability to be amazing project managers. We take those project management skills and we turn them into a service-based approach that we use with our clients. So we have expertise in project management. Maybe you have some experience in HR or leading people, financials, data, strategy, all of those just super exciting parts of us are exactly what we use to monetize and to make sure that we stay inside of our zone. So if any of that sounds exciting to you, you're absolutely in the right place today. And before we dive into the topic that we're going to Go deep in today, which is all about healthy client relationships. I wanted to invite you personally to join me for a week long training. It is called our Scope Creep Solution, and that's exactly what it is. We will meet every single day for 5 days i'm going to be doing an hour long training and it's not this is a training that would cost a thousand dollars it is a training that i have done in person i've done it several times here and i would love for you to join if you're a service provider who is orchestrating teams and projects or just building your own business and you recognize that things get in the way scope creep happens things change And navigating that change has been difficult. Whether that is formally when a project just goes awry, when the scope continues to bubble up and bubble up, whether that is getting rid of a client or even attracting the right clients, there are five key things that you need to do to make sure that you are minimizing or hopefully at some point eliminating scope creep. And we are going to talk about those things actionable things every single day of the training. You've got a gorgeous, hefty workbook that you're gonna be able to keep for a lifetime that you can continue to come back to. So please please join us in our scope creep solution. That will be coming up on August the 30th. You can join us by going to scopecreepsolution.com. Pause this podcast. Do that right now. We want to make sure that you get the reminders, you get the workbook, you get all the goods so that we can pour into you. It is my most favorite training to do. It's the place where I see the biggest opportunity for service providers and I know that we have a quality solution for taking that ability to have things get in your way with scope creep and drastically minimize it or completely get it out. So again, I want you to join us. Go on over to scopecreepsolution.com. Go ahead and sign up and we will be seeing you soon. Now for episode number 111. This episode is a juicy secret topic that I want you to know. It's some of the things that as I have been evaluating my style, my leadership, what has made me successful, what has also held me back sometimes. The thing I want to share with you guys today is my number one essential ingredient to having healthy, mature client relationships. Now, just think about that. Healthy, mature client relationships. That is exactly what so many people dream of because their experiences are the exact opposite, unhealthy and very immature client relationships. And maybe even the word relationship, maybe what what you're experiencing right now doesn't feel like a relationship. So I wanted to dive a little bit deeper today and let you guys in on what that one essential ingredient is. And let's dive in. So this one word changed a whole lot for me. That one word is candor. Let me tell you about how it came about for me. I have a long and proven history of rising into formal and informal leadership positions. And behind all of that success is candor. Whether that is candor is to blame or candor is to thank, we're going to drill into that today. So a little bit of story time for you. In my last corporate role, I ran across a really, really tough boss. Actually, she was horrific, but I'm not going to focus on that today. In one of our performance reviews, she said that she had some feedback and she had been thinking about how to deliver this to me for months. And I'm thinking, oh, great. That sounds like this is going to be just overwhelmingly negative. Well, she went on to tell me that she admired so much about my ability to be honest, to deliver my perspective, even if it wasn't what other people were ready for. And I was still able to maintain really strong relationships through all these departments, different levels, through this Fortune 150 company. And I'm thinking, well, what's so hard about that? Like she prefaced this as like she was just going to tear into me, right? And when I heard that, I was like, well, that sounds pretty good. And then the bomb. Came. She said in these words, quote, While it's admirable, I want you to only use that gift when you're in meetings with your team. End quote. I was lost. I was offended. And frankly, I was pretty ticked off. I internally processed it and I held on to every single word she had said. I overthought about this. I prayed about it. I I really dug super deep into why this was coming up for her and how it really fit. Candor was never anything that I had ever thought about. So I went back to her in a few days and I said, hey, I, I think I understand what your feedback was. You like and you don't like my ability to be candid. There's the word. And her response to me was that is the perfect word to describe you. She, continuously and emphatically reassured me of this gift that I had, but also told me that if I was going to grow in leadership, I needed to be less candid. She said it was great for growing and developing my own team, but just too much for my male counterparts. So of course, there's a whole lot of things that we could go into right there, but this is the beginning of me self-examining how I could grow in my career and still honor what makes me me and leverage the gifts that I have. Think about that story I just shared. This is a woman who is an executive vice president at a a Fortune 150 company. She's sitting here telling me, I wish I could be like you. I wish I could have honest conversations. I wish I could bring my thoughts into a meeting like you do. And at the same time saying, you know what? That's too much. You have to change that because people don't want that. People at this level don't want that. They're not ready for that. And if you've listened to this podcast and you know a little bit about me, I talk a lot about why a director of operations is a yes, maybe person versus a yes, ma'am. This, the word candor, the story I'm sharing with you right now, that is exactly where this comes from. So until this moment, I was not clear that candor was my special sauce. I know that candor had allowed me to build deep relationships, get authentic buy-in on everything, really, but definitely when it came to projects, to getting more funding for my department, et cetera, it also helped me to establish an open-door policy. People that were under my leadership, or I was peers to, or I was mentoring, they came to me frequently, and they always could depend on me giving them honest feedback, Candor also helped me to be a respected leader to hundreds of people and to forge an unconventional path in corporate America. Like I just shared with you guys, I had people that made sense to be reaching out to me, and I also had people who made no sense. Why would they be calling up Natalie to have these deep conversations or share these ideas or have me help them prep for a meeting because they wanted to make sure that they delivered it appropriately. So this was my special sauce and I never saw it as that. I just thought that they liked me. I thought that I was helpful. So we're gonna talk a little bit about this and let me define candor first. As it's defined in the Webster's Dictionary, candor is the quality of being open and honest in expression. The synonyms that came up next to this are openness, honesty, frankness, truthfulness, sincerity, and directness. Now, when I looked at that, as I was prepping for this podcast, I was like, wow, none of those, none of those synonyms, that definition, none of it gets underneath my skin. It actually makes me stand up tall and proud. That's exactly who I want to be. I want to be open, honest, frank, truthful, be sincere, and also be direct. When I saw those words frank and direct, I thought, ooh, people, that's exactly what people think of as candor. They don't look at candor as being open, honest, truthful, and sincere. So because when you are a candid human being and you've got that value, it can get a bad rap because it's easily misunderstood. Society tells us that candor or being open, honest, direct, frank, that means that you are sassy, you're mean, you're even condescending. And I'm here to tell you that it is the number one ingredient in me having really long, mature, healthy client relationships. So in my role as a director of operations, candor is the greatest gift. So I'm here to partner with the leader of a company. And if I'm not going to be honest, direct, frank, and open, how could I ever truly be an authentic partner? On the flip side, because I have this, I'm able to build those solid relationships that I've talked about. The gift of candor has also allowed me to create two-way conversations with my leader and the teams that I'm supporting. We're both able to be candid and to share feedback. It's not just me being candid. It's because I am candid, I see, I respect, I hear candor, much more easily, but we're both able to be candid, share feedback. We can scheme and plan together. We're able to dream with greater ease. We can remain curious and honest at the same time. Two-way conversations is a large piece of what we talk about and what we share and what we encourage inside of our director of operations certification program. I believe that that has the power to keep you happy, to keep you fulfilled, and to grow your business like nothing else, to become a thought leader. I mean, just so many things come out of great two-way conversations. Another great thing about candor is when things aren't going so well, when they're headed south, when you and your leader are out of sync, when you start going in different directions, candor will bring you back. And here's the deal. When things need to be addressed because they're not feeling so good, these conversations can happen with much greater ease. Listen, friends, scope creep is going to happen in client relationships and in projects. And when it does, hear me out. Candor is queen. (laughs) Candor is queen. That That is the root of what I'm sharing with you today. Imagine a healthy, mature conversation rather than a punitive or dismissive or even avoiding that conversation altogether because your leader is unable to have that healthy conversation. Those are not the relationships that fill you up. I am convinced that we have high turnover in the online space because there's a lack of candor happening. Truthfully, the best client relationships rely on candor. It is the number one ingredient in my client relationships and the successes that I have had with those long-term, high-paying clients. So I'm going to ask you to just check in with yourself Are you candid? Are you able to express your thoughts? Are you able to be open and honest in expression? I want you to continuously ask yourself this, and even in tough moments, ask yourself, what can I do in this moment to be open and honest? Sometimes it means delivering a hard message, but just because it's difficult doesn't mean it has to be done in a negative way. You can still come with solutions. You can still come with kindness. That is my greatest value is candor with kindness. It's not just candor, but it's candor with kindness. I wanna make sure that people don't assume that candor has a negative connotation to it. So if you're looking to add a little bit of candor into your life, here are a couple things that I put together for you. First of all, I want you to pick clients who you align with. If you have the choice of client, which we all do, Whether it's your client or where you're going to work or who you're going to work for, you ultimately get to choose. I want you to choose those people, those relationships, those missions, the companies, the cultures, where you align. When this happens, you are going to naturally have greater ease to be open and honest when you are serving them. The second thing I want to tell you about having more candor is be bold and address gaps that you are seeing. You can always pause. I'm not telling you to take fast, inappropriate action. I'm just telling you, take the action. Go ahead and pause and definitely take the reins and address the gaps, the opportunities, the shortcomings, the feedback that you have. Have the conversation. And number three is that same thing. Have more conversations. Continuously get in front of your leader. Have thought-provoking conversations. Bring your strategy up to the forefront offer course corrections. When things aren't working out, bring solutions. These are the ways that you can get in front of your leader and you can have these conversations where they can begin to hear you better. This is your time to coach them, for them to be coachable. They want to be told what to do, but they also want to partner in this. So, the more candid you are, the more conversations you're going to have. The fourth thing is reporting. We talk about reporting a lot here, and I believe it's fundamental for anybody that is in a business, any service provider that is giving of their gifts to a business to report on those on a, in a regular cadence, whether that's weekly or monthly. I'm not going to drill into that, but I do know that your leader wants to see what you have been up to. By giving them that report, you are going to be able to have conversations. Those conversations should be rooted in candor. And then the last thing, the fifth thing that you can do to add candor into your business life is to ask for feedback. Be curious. Ask them, how am I doing? Where are my opportunities? And by doing that, you're showing them that you're open and just like me, in the circumstance where she came back and she gave me, in the story I told you today, where she comes back and she tells me, you're, you're being candid and that doesn't work with our executive leadership or whatever, then, then you can take that feedback and now you can have those conversations. You can expand on the feedback and make them a two-way conversation. Alrighty, friends, with every episode of the Ops Authority podcast, we have an Ops activity and that Ops activity allows you to take this information and actually do something with it. Instead of just listening to the endless amount of podcasts that are available, we want to make sure that you as a service provider, as a project manager, as an aspiring or certified director of operations, you can take this content and turn it into something that's going to help you. For episode number 111, I would like you to tell me how you practice candor with your clients. The ability to be candid is directly related to the quality of your client relationships. Let me say that one more time. The ability to be candid is directly related to the quality of your client relationship. I know you. You want clients that bring ease, that make you satisfied, that you align with, that you can easily talk to. Candor is at the root of that. Again, the ops activity for episode number 111 is come into our group. You can join us at theopsinsiders.com. And that's our private Facebook community specifically for this podcast. And we want you to tell us. Do you practice candor with your clients and how, how do you, what are the examples of the ways that you show candor in that relationship? Alrighty, friends, as we're wrapping up, I want to remind you that we've got the Scope Creep Solution coming up. Go ahead and join us, sign up, come on over to scopecreepsolution.com. I cannot wait to pour into you to personally coach you every single day of the week of August 30th. I look forward to seeing you guys. Thanks for hanging out. And remember, candor is everything in your service-based business. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're gonna hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.